Hey everybody! Hi! It's March 18th, 2019. Guess who's back? It's Deanie. Me! The host of the Deanie Truths Podcast. Hope you guys have been enjoying your day, whatever part of the day you're listening. It's time for us to get back on track. And what better way than with an interview, well, I shouldn't say interview, but a chat with one of my good friends, Christina Breeza. Uh, she's the one of the hosts for the PJs and Wine podcast, This is which is another podcast that I produce. So we decided that we were going to take both shows and we were going to play the exact same episode on them. So this episode that you're listening to right now is also going to be played on PJs and Wine. And if you want to check out that show, it's an all-female show. Basically, they talk about anything that's on their minds. It's like a personal journal for these three women uh, that are on the show. It's mostly about film and theater, but it d- deals with some personal stuff as well. So if that's something you're into, and if you like getting everything from a female's perspective, then by all means, check out the PJs and Wine podcast on Apple Podcasts. That's where everybody goes to listen to the show. So a short little plug there for that. Well, Christina and I have been uh, talking now for about a year. Uh, our one-year anniversary for PJs and Wines coming up in April 8th is when we started this whole show. So we did a few episodes together one-on-one, but this is, will be the first time that we actually chat from both sides of the show. So uh, you'll be able to hear everything from her journey, what's going on with her, and I talk about some stuff with me. And once this episode is over with then I'll start talking about everything that's been going on with me tomorrow on Tuesday so you'll get a chance to hear everything that I've been going through and all the improvements I've been making all right guys I will catch you in a bit but before we get started with the actual interview or I shouldn't say interview I should say chat let's let's do the sponsor and then once we're done with the sponsor then we'll be able to do the chat and then i will come back later to plug stuff all right guys see you a bit yes hi everybody so here's uh, the deal so this episode's actually going to be on two separate podcasts this one and my solo podcast that i started back in october so this little little bitty thing is part of what i'm doing for international <laughs> women's month so i have been interviewing just women for the entire month of March. So you're like the s- third person I've interviewed so far, Christina. Woo-hoo! Well, I I, wait, I shouldn't say interview because it's not like, okay, we'll sit down and I will ask you questions. You give me answer. And then we just go back and forth like this robotically. Um, <laughs> no, it's not like that. But yeah, it's very cloudy down here in South Florida right now, considering we're about to get rain and everybody's outside on St. Patty's Day trying to get their Guinness. Meanwhile, I am not getting Guinness at all because I am refusing to drink any alcohol while I'm on my weight loss journey. Good. So, yes. And I do not want to be tempted. And it's tough as it is just trying to get away from pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Really tough. Really tough. That is the hardest thing. Yes. And, uh, you know, since it was pie day on Thursday, I indulged just for that. And I was like, okay, I got to get back into that. I got to get back into the groove. Can't let it get to me. No, no, that that, that pizza is tempting. Don't do it. Don't go for the slice. Don't do it. Don't do it. <sighs> but, man, but either way, Christina, yes. it has been a while since we actually had a one-on-one. I think it was since like Halloween. 
I know. Like the week after Halloween. So it's it's something that uh, I've been, uh, you know, I know that we went a little back and forth, but this is a something that I've been looking forward to because I've been in, I interviewed, I, I, I got to stop saying interview. <laughs> uh, I had a chat with Victorine and it was interesting because we went, we went back to talking about how we interacted when we first met in like at FAU. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, you know, to see the transition from how much we've all changed. And I got to say, I from the first time that we actually met in media production class to now, I mean, I've seen a dramatic change in you and it's for the better, for the best. And I, I, I can't I, it's like the Christina that you were like nine years ago is not the same Christina that you are today. And I'm very happy about that. Because I'm seeing your, I'm seeing your transformation happen, and it's probably like one of the best transformations I've seen in this in this generation that we've uh, gone through for these past four years. Aw, thanks. Well, you're welcome. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been interesting. I mean, I definitely owe a lot to my husband. So. But yeah. Well, I mean, like that was another thing too. As I was gonna say, like. The fact that you're able to like go out on like social media and say, "Hey, everybody, this is my husband, and I am very proud to show him off." And the fact that he does the same exact thing for you—I mean, I don't see that a lot. I don't see a lot of couples doing that. So you're like one of the only few that I see on social media that actually do, compared to many others. And you know, some people have like their preferences, like they don't like to do that. But, you know, there's always I've always found that there's always courage and bravery in like doing something like that. Yeah, I mean, I am very proud. You know, we're we're team and we're in this together and, you know, we do a lot together. So it'd be very hard for me not to post about him. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, And also, like, as far as social media, I I try to promote my friends as well as much as I can like it's it's very annoying to me to see Instagrams that are just all about the person you know you there's a lot of Instagram courses and like things actor things that you know techniques of how to have a good Instagram or Facebook account and like definitely sharing other people's success is one of them and I you know, and not to just do it to do it, but to do it because you genuinely want to, you know, support your friends and support fellow artists that are, you know, doing their best just like you. So it does get boring when it's just all about me. So I try to do, you know, Alfie, obviously, she's part of my life. And um, Guy and then our other friends or whatever else we're doing, not just me all the time understandable i mean i've for people that i've had guests on the dini truths my solo show i've actually when it comes to when i have guests i usually just post clips of like what they're saying because i always learn from everybody else around me and it's perfect to, to actually let other people's ideas and values just come on out and you know getting expressed onto the uh thing so i'm very very it's it's enriched me a lot since uh, since i've started these these several journeys that i've been on over the past i want to say five six months now 
or I should say like almost a year since I started this almost it may will be my first year anniversary since I started all these journeys. So I've been, you know, I've been very, very happy with, uh, the stuff that you've been trying to teach me. Cause you know, I've come to you for certain things and, you know, let's, I want to talk about the meditation first of all. Um, how did it was like, what made you want to get into it? First of all, I, and I don't think I've ever heard you say why. Um, well, it was definitely moving to New York. Um, you know, when I first met Guy, well, I guess the whole mindfulness all started back when I started taking voice lessons. Um, my voice teacher was a very holistic voice teacher in, in Florida. I started in college, maybe 2010. Or, yeah, around 2010, I started with her. And, you know, she she was the first person to really teach me about mindfulness and about, like, healthy living and protecting my voice through natural ways and all this stuff. And I was telling her how I was going to die alone, um, <laughs> me and Aww. my cats. Because, <laughs> like, I didn't really have a lot of boyfriends. And, you know, I was just, like, doing whatever. And then she's like, well, why don't you create, like, a little – vision board um of the perfect guy and like I'd never done vision boards in the past like I did scrap I loved to scrapbook but and it really wasn't really and I didn't know about the secret my mom tried to get me into it but you know when your parents tell you to do something you definitely rebel yeah. um so I wasn't really into that and then she told me to do that so the only thing I could think of was if anybody's seen the movie Charmed um, or no, that was a TV show. Whoa, what was the movie? Um, hold on. Mm. IMDb is sponsoring this podcast. Yes, they are. One second. Is it like Charmed? Yeah, it's exactly like Charmed. That's why I thought of it. Um, ah, uh, who's in it? Okay, I got it. Trying to see if I can beat you to it. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> if I told you who's in it, you probably could. Practical Magic. Oh, the one movie I have not seen. Oh, well, it's pretty amazing. And there's a scene where they, like, create the perfect guy out of a spell. And then they, like, say all these things that he has to be and what he, what he doesn't have to be. So I was like, well, I'll just do something like that. So I created a list of all the things I wanted him to be and all the things I didn't want him to be. And then I took like pictures of my favorite movie stars and um, ex-boyfriends because, you know, you're always affected by the relationships you had in the past and there are good things that always come out of them. So I did that. And then a few months later, I met Guy and he basically, it was weird. He like, he basically covered 90% of the list. So I ended up burning the list because I was like, well, you're the one. So <laughs> I'm going to burn the list. And then shortly after we got married. So yeah, that was my very first like kind of mindfulness vision board thing. And then I met Guy and he was very into the secret and very into vision boarding and uh, manifestation and all that. And I was like, this is cool. I'll do it because you're doing it. But it wasn't until we moved to New York, we started taking acting classes at AMAW with Anthony Mindell, who's out of LA. And he had a teacher, Emily Fletcher, 
who, when we met her, she was just our acting teacher. But then she's like, oh, I'm, I teach meditation on the side. You know, I'm just starting out, blah, blah, blah. And we're like, that's awesome. So we did an online course and we were hooked. So, um, and now Emily is like full-fledged meditation coach, just came out with a book, Stress Less, Accomplish More, that I was helping promote. So if you've seen that on my social media, um, it's pretty amazing. She's an amazing coach and transformational like she teaches meditation for the modern day person because you know it's it, we, we can't all be monks and meditate 20 hours a day it's not possible especially how busy we are and especially in new york and i think just finding meditation in new york is so key because it's so fast and we just needed that stillness to just like oh it's gonna be okay so yeah and we got to be thankful that you're also not doing the 36 hour fasting, which is called the monk right. fast. Right. Uh, Cause I'm, th I was thinking of actually trying that and uh, I'll see if I survive. Uh, but in the meantime, I will stick to just the uh, regular one for now. I'm just going to level myself up. Uh, it was, it was interesting how you brought up the vision board because I've never thought of ever doing that ever because it's tough for me to actually like picture what I would think would be like the perfect something. I've never been that type of person. I've always just envisioned like, okay, here's where I'm, I'm seeing it as it's happening. And then maybe as time goes on, then then maybe it will start feeling more perfect to me. Like I, I've been trying hard not to envision what I think will be perfect for me in the future. I'm trying to keep myself in the present because if I think too much in the future, then that's what gets me off guard. And then I'm trying not to, and then I overthink too much. And then I try to get back into like the, the mind and I'm just like, okay, relax, just focus on what you're doing right now. And uh, you know, maybe, you know, maybe something, the thing that you're doing now will end up being perfect as you keep doing it. So I've, it, to me, it's always been like a very slow process. Like it takes me, it takes people and it takes things around me to understand like, oh, okay, this is like a, not a project, but it's going to take like time and patience with. It's not something that I could just envision like off the top of my head, like, oh, okay, here's how I see it. And then boom, we just go for it. Like, no, I learn it as it happens. So I guess I'm just different that way. Yeah. And I think... I definitely think it's a balance, you know, it's like, yes, you want to be as present as possible and in the moment, but I think like you still also need a six month plan, a one year plan, a five year plan, a 10 year plan. Otherwise you're just like frolicking through life and it's not, you know, there's no, there's no stability in that. Understandable. I mean, I definitely know where I want to go, which is which is nice. Just got to plan out the time. Yeah, not necessarily. I think the time is always changing. Like we say, we have a quote that we got from this guy, um, Guy's favorite author. He uh, wrote the Peaceful Warrior. He says that. Uh, plans are tentative. So you can make a plan, but then it changes and you just have to be okay with that change. 
And I think that's the same with time. It's like, oh, if you are like, well, I want to be famous in five years, it's not going to happen because you put a time limit on it. So, okay, five year comes and you're not famous. What are you going to do? So I think just like having the plan, but being flexible with the plan changing. Oh, um, that that's that's me then. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've for each individual podcast that we have, including this one, I already have a like a set goal of what I where I want to take all three of these. And it's I mean, I, I've been like it's been well, a year for this. It's been less than six months with um, my solo show. And then the other one, it's been like almost three years. So it's like everything is now coming together uh, for each individual one. But at the same time, like uh, I, I have an idea of like what the main goal is for each one. And then it's just like intercepting and putting in like little goals in between to get to there. Right. Like for example, PJs and wine, you know what I would like to do? I'd like to actually start, you know, when, I mean, I, we talked about this before, like once we've like garnered enough of a garnered enough of a fan base, we'll just do like a little wine tour around the country. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, it would be. And then maybe start. <laughs> and this is just like way, way out of left field. But I was like, okay, well, if we can find a winery somewhere in California that's like broken down and then we could just buy it out. And we could just start, make, start making our own wine. <laughs> PJs and wine wine. Yes, PJ. Well, <laughs> the PJs and wine winery. I dig it. Yeah, because I, because I, I'm really trying to get into like the, I'm trying to learn more about like the, the idea of wine and how it's made, and you know, trying to, you know, trying to do some research on it because it's just, well, because I'm Italian, so I like, I like that little uh, red wine every now and then, but you know, that's just, that's just a part of me. So it's like, oh, okay, if if I can learn more about it, then I can start making some, uh, some of my own, and then incorporating it into this. I mean, any day rosé sponsors our show, so that's awesome. Yeah, thank um, you, any day, Rose. Yeah, yeah. But eventually, I would like to do that. Uh, oh, I had another. I I told you guys about this like way out there idea, but I totally forgot what it was. Hmm. It was it, it. It hit me, and I'm like, oh my god, I gotta tell you guys this. This is something that's gonna be like absolutely Frankenstein crazy, and you're probably gonna look at me like I'm just like some type of mad scientist, but. Um, that, that's just like my thought process. I'll have something and I'll write it down. And then I forgot where the piece of paper is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I hate to say his name out loud because I'm not a big fan, but that's how Gary V started was, uh, reviewing wine. Yes. And you know, to be honest, I stopped watching his stuff. Yeah. I kind of, I kind of got out of it because I was like, you know, I don't need this anymore. I'm like, I, I feel confident enough on my own where I can, like, I can f- do my own path. I believe in my own. What's I believe in the path that I want to do, despite like how the world is. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this, and I have no regrets for it. Yeah, I think everybody's their own path. Yes, and, um, you know, I'm trying, and that's the other thing too is, um. Your path has obviously, I mean, you've started your production company and you're trying to at least get into major film festivals and you've been to a, a, a and you've been to Cannes last year, which was fucking awesome. Uh, what was it? Koala went to Sundance uh, this year and, you know, you're trying to build your stuff up. So what's like the ultimate goal for you? 
Yeah, I mean, you know, the production company is like what we do because we are still hustling our own acting careers. So, you know, ideally we would like to be in other people's films. <laughs> yeah. But until then, we will make our own. Um so yeah, I, that's the goal. I mean, you know, I mean, I definitely Broadway is always my goal. Um but sometimes I don't really take the necessary steps to get there, so I'm not really pushing as hard as I could. And that's fine, you know, I have to forgive myself and when I'm ready, then I'll do it. So that's another thing is just being okay with where I am right now, but also knowing that I need to get my shit together. Um, and yeah, we just keep creating until, until we either don't love it anymore or which probably won't happen because I, you know, we live and breathe it or a Spielberg calls and says he wants us in his movie. Uh, well, I don't think Spielberg would be right because uh, he's getting kind of up there. It's not, it's not letting, I mean, there's not a lot of his movies that are coming out now that are like really like, oh my God, stellar. So. I know. Well, I mean, I'm waiting for the Tim Burton call. So. Oh, well, that's a bit, then that's, that's a very tough one too. Cause he hasn't really made anything that's caught in people's attention either. Unless, well, wait, Dumbo, when Dumbo comes out, maybe that will revitalize his career. So you might have a chance, Christina. No, I always, I don't care if he does flops the rest of his life just to work with that genius. I would be, I could die. I mean, I would love to work with Guillermo del Toro, but um, I know Vic would too, but you know, she has, she would have more of a chance than I do because I don't <laughs> act. <laughs> right. There's that little factor. Yeah. I'm a podcaster now. Like I was going to get into film, but my love for it kind of wanes when I, when I realized that it wasn't, uh, my previous job just took the passion out. Like I don't feel the, the same that, uh, that I did about film when I was in college or when I did about, I mean, I mean, theater still has a great place in my heart. I mean, I'm writing a story now that's like a Western version of Shakespeare almost, but it's going to have like different, it's like some elements, but not all of it in there. But you know, theater still has a good place in my heart, but film, I mean, I still go to the movies, but it's not, I, I don't feel like getting into that field anymore. I feel that I just want to use my voice through podcasting to, uh, cause I got a passion for this now. This is my deal. This is my shit. So if I can use this to bring magic to people's lives, which is my ultimate goal, uh, in for an individual goal, then that's what I'm going to do. And I can't, and if I can, if I can get that love back for film, then I would make movies with like very strong messages in them and like just tell like down deep to earth films. And then maybe eventually somebody will notice it. Yeah. I think that's awesome. Mm hmm. Because besides Guillermo del Toro, Richard Linklater is one of my favorite directors. I can't imagine anybody making films the way he does. And the fact that, he, he spoke he speaks a lot about it i mean he made a trilogy that took place like 10 years apart from each other with the same characters and it's just like a big long romantic love story that takes place over a 30-year period like damn that's that's great shit so if like i could make something like that then i would be satisfied but i gotta get the love back and i just don't have it right are you talking about boyhood 
Well, that's one of my favorite movies ever. Yeah, it was but great. Uh, but it's like the after sunrise, after sunset, after midnight, that that after trilogy that mm-hmm. takes place over a 30 year period with the same characters. Wow. It's like it's like a very long love story. And they took and like they made the movies like 10 years apart from each other. So it kind of has like a real time effect to it. Yeah, like Boyhood had. Yes. Oh, that was so good. And then people are like, oh, it's just a gimmick. It's not that great of a movie, guys. It's just a gimmick. It's like, no. It's no, much I mean, it's pretty monumental for the time. Mm-hmm. But no, have you ever felt like you lost love for something? I, I don't feel like I'm like the only one that's gotten that. No, you're definitely not the only one. I definitely yeah. feel that at times with, you know... With just the hustle of it. Like, if I get a job, I'm always, you know, in love of acting. But it's the hustle that I sometimes fall out of love with. And I think that that happens with anybody because it is tough to keep going and to keep hearing no. Or Is it is it because of uh, lack of patience or... Is it just like if it's been happening so like there's been too many like so many losses that it's hard to take in? Um, I think it could be a little of little of both. Yeah, I can understand that, which is one of the reasons why I started playing Texas Hold'em again, because what that game teaches you is you can't the only way to win is to not play. Uh, one of the things that you have to do is you have to keep folding until eventually you have like the right set of circumstances to get you into the winner's circle. Um, and I think that's a very important lesson to learn because a lot of us expect like to, I mean, we have like a, whenever you start something on social media, like the first thing that happens is you get a lot of people listening and people are like noticing you for the first time. And then this plateau kicks in and then there's like less people listening and then you have to try to build yourself back up again from this like massive freshman start that you had. And then the sophomore slump comes. Uh, and you know, sometimes people, when, when they get to that slump, they can't get out of it. And I think my, my, one of my best friends, Mike, he taught me that, you know, there's this chart where you start out strong and then in the middle you hit your lowest and people usually stop at the lowest point and 75% of people in the country always hit this point and they never get out of it. But once you get out of it, then you start getting to the, your successes again and you get to the same point that you were when you first started. So it's always like the toughest thing ever is to try to get out of that, um, that middle ground where you're in that the lowest point that you can be. And a lot of people can't get out of it because they don't know what to do afterwards. And that's always like the toughest thing. It's trying to figure out where do you go next and uh, how do you build yourself back up? And I don't know how tough that is for you, but I know that this is my slump right now that I'm currently in and I'm trying to fight every single day to get out of it. And I, you know, I, I question it sometimes. Like, I don't know if I'm going to get out of it or not, but I'm not giving up. Yeah, I try not to. No, you're doing it, you know. Yoda says, don't try, do. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of the things I had to stop telling myself is like, shut up, stop talking, just start fucking doing. So yeah. I already I already set goals for myself tomorrow, so I'm I'm down. 
What about you? About what? What do you, you know, you gonna like, how do you, how, how do you feel like your journey is going so far? Like, and are right. you setting goals for it? Yeah. I mean, you know, I think, I think my weakest point is the finances. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that's like my most uncomfortable side that I don't really like talking about or thinking about or like planning for. So that's definitely the hardest for me where, you know, for Guy, it comes a lot easier and he really likes that stuff. And, um, even if he doesn't like it, you know, it's, it's a responsibility and he takes on that responsibility and I need to, uh, do that a little better. Um, but I think everything else, I mean, I know where I fall short and I know where I have to pick up, but again, it falls into the, like, just being patient with yourself and, you know, figuring it out. But at the same time, like, not, not going easy on yourself. Like, if you know you can do it, then just do it, not make excuses. And I feel I fall into that a lot. I get lazy. I get tired. I really love sleeping, um, especially if Alfie is with me. And cuddling, it's very hard to get out of bed. So, yeah, I think that's the hardest part for me is because I love sleeping so much. And I'm the complete opposite. I don't like sleeping. In fact, when I get tired, I get very pissed. I'm like, damn it. I got to go to sleep now. I want to keep staying up. I want to keep doing things. Like if I could go out, like if I could go out in the middle of the night and just start just walking, then I would. But the, unfortunately there's no lights. So I have to go get myself like a flashlight or something. Yeah. You got to get one of those headlamps or something. Yes. Like my goal is after this, I'm going to go and walk 10 miles, which is like twice the amount that I usually do. That's awesome. Yeah, because since I'm boxing now, I'm going to try. I got to get my stam, stam, stamina up. I can't even say the word. Stamina. <laughs> stamina. Yeah. Because even though I've lost 30 pounds, like I still, it's still shit right now. So I'm trying to lose 100 more. But even then, I could still be like, I could still be at my goal and still not have enough cardio to get through it. I mean, it might, it'll get easier as I lose more. But I need to be able to make sure that I'm not like getting gassed, as they say, in the sports world or get blown up, as they say. Right. Yeah, 100 mm. percent. I think just keeping the steady, slow and steady wins the race. We all have to remember the rabbit. Oh, God. Yeah, the, the rabbit. <laughs> the rabbit, the rabbit's trying to run away because uh, doesn't want to get eaten. Yep. So I did want to talk about this because uh, since it's March and it's International Women's Month, and I've been asking on and off to I I, I asked Victorine about this, and I'm gonna ask you it's like, how do you feel like uh, your journey as a woman has been um, compared to? Um, well, I shouldn't say compared to, but like, how do you feel that it's been like affecting your life and just how how well has it been? Um. Yeah, I think it's been great. I mean, I don't live with regrets. So whatever I've done, it it teaches me a lesson and it made me who I am today and will keep making me who I am. So yeah, I mean, I'm proud of my journey. I'm proud of where I am. I'm 
know that there is a lot, you know, there's room for improvement always. And just, you know, I was against it at first, you know, the whole keep learning thing. But, you know, I figured out that it's really important and that we do keep learning, even if we don't want to. It's just, you know, you just need to be open to it. So, yeah, I've I've enjoyed the journey very much. You know, there are things that I wish I could take back, like the amount of car accidents I've been in. Those really suck. Um, but other than that, everything else, you know, I'm happy about. Okay. Good. Yeah. I don't I don't try to live with regrets at all. I mean, I don't like to take things back because they teach me about things that I need to improve on or what right. I need to change. Right. So if I yep. didn't go through them, then I don't think that I would be in the place I'm in. Yep. I mean, I think that's one of the things that I learned from like Vic, like when I had my fight with my friend, uh, like a couple of weeks ago, you know, she was telling me about the fight that you and her had and I totally forgot about it. And I went back to the first episode to listen back to it a little bit, but she was telling me like it made us both better afterwards because I think we just put aside the fact that, you know, we were just young and stupid and then eventually, as time went on with time, love, and patience and taking it slow, we ended up getting better and became better friends because of it. Um, and they usually say, like, if you want to have a good friend, you have to be willing to sacrifice it for the things that you care about. And the fact that you're still here, the both of you, is is amazing. It's like probably like one of the – I never thought that you two would ever have fought the way that you guys did, but um, – because I thought you two were inseparable when I first met you guys. Like, okay, there's no way that those two could ever get to a point where they could be like that. But, um, you know, it's it's a story that, you know, I try to make for myself because we're, I mean, I'm, in, I'm in on this slow thing right now with my friends. So um, just learning from that, I think it's been a great um, pleasure to, to see. Yeah, and, you know, I, I had a situation come up couple weeks ago and I um one of my middle school colleagues wrote a book and um published it I went to her launch party and in this book she wrote all about how she felt like growing up was so hard and she was bullied and you know it was she lived a really tough life and the whole time I thought that she was treating me that way. And, you know, it's like, and I had a big revelation about how when you're young, you think everybody's against you or you take everything very seriously and which is fine. But if you knew what the other people were thinking, then you'd, you'd see that we're all, we all feel the same way. And that's, I think, the biggest, the hardest thing to learn in middle school and even and even high school and, I guess, in college as well. But it's like a lot of things happen and because we're too closed off to really care about the other person or take the time to get to know the other person is we make a lot of assumptions and we, and we fight back and it's... Uh, we, we just be mean for the sake of being mean to protect ourselves. And it happens all the time. And, you know, middle school is probably the hardest and that's where it happens the most. And then it just grows from there. So 
I feel, you know, I feel for people in middle school right now because, you know, you can tell them all you want. My mom tried to tell me all the time, but I, you have to learn it yourself. And I think that, you know, if hopefully people are telling the kids like not to, to not do it, but just maybe have more patience with their peers and to just listen more and just be open to listen to other people's stories because it is, it's a really hard time for everyone. And it's, it's hard to see that. So yeah, it is stupid. Yeah. Well, it is. And usually I've, I've always learned that you need to have stuff happen to you before it actually kicks in. Like people can't tell you something which is one of the reasons why I stopped listening to certain self-help people. Cause it's like, yeah, but you, you could be saying this, but I'm just, it's just not resonating. So I, there's no point in me trying to, you know, learn from you. I can just learn from my own things. And, you know, when I express those experiences, I don't try to give it as advice. I just say like, here's a challenge and you could take the challenge if you want to. And if not, then th that's fine. But it's now more of a uh, me giving out challenges to everybody instead of just uh, giving advice, which I think is a lot more helpful because people like challenges. Uh, they don't just don't like the, they don't like when it comes from a like a condescending way, even though it may not come off that way. But it's just like, oh, OK, so you're telling me how like the things that I'm doing wrong and how I should do it differently, um, even though it could be good advice. It's just that condescending thing that, you know puts up that defensive shield and that ego kicks in and, and, and you know maybe they'll take it maybe they won't but a lot of times they don't yeah that's a great way to put it to challenge people versus telling them what to do yeah i, I mean, gotta uh, tell you that <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah because i have a i have a podcasting friend i check in with her every month and i she's like you got to challenge me joe every single time that we talk we like every month you got to challenge me to do something because I can't do, I can't do it if I'm, if I'm not challenged by somebody. Um, it's like, I can't take advice. So it's like, okay, so I'm starting, I'm starting to get an understanding of how people are um, thinking nowadays, like the authenticity, but that also that challenge to it. And then seeing other people challenged too, is like, I mean, you can be inspired, but um, you know, just because you get inspired by something doesn't always necessarily mean that you're going to do it. Um, so that's something that I had to learn because my friend, before we started fighting, she was very into the things that I was saying on my show and, you know, she was inspired. And then the next day she gets anxious again. So I'm like, okay, so maybe inspiration is probably not the way to go with certain people. Um, maybe, maybe I need to switch things up and then just like do challenges instead. Right. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, it does. But I think that's uh, I, I can't think of anything else, to be quite <laughs> honest. I, I, I've I've you know, it's been it's been a very it's been a very um, it's been a self-improving week. And for me, um, I've been making a lot of changes, so I haven't been really thinking about it. I, I just improvise everything off the top of my head. So it. Yeah, that's it, uh, yeah, I've just been focusing on a lot of other things, but I've really been looking forward to having this conversation because we don't get to do this a lot. Um, yeah, and go with the flow. I think that that's the best way. Yeah. Um, well, how has the, you know, weight loss challenge going? Like, what, it, besides, so you've been running and now boxing and... 
eating healthy. Mm-hmm. So here's – well, since – well, I'm 30 pounds lighter now. So that's that. I've reached my second milestone. I have like five milestones. The first one was 15, which I passed in like two months. And then after another three months went by, I lost the other 15. So I'm now down to 30, and I got 100 more to go. So the next milestone is 40 pounds, which would mean that I would be at 250 by that time. Uh, so what I've been doing is, and this is something that most people normally don't do, I work out two times a day. Wow. So I'll do I'll do some walking in the morning. It's like I'll try to get five miles in. Now I'm going to upgrade it to 10 because I'm trying to get the cardio better. Mm-hmm. And then usually after cardio is done, I'll start do 30 minutes of stretching. Because what I found out is um, some one of the one of the things that I've learned from somebody like John Cena uh, who's a professional wrestler, but you know, now he does movies. But one of the things he was saying on YouTube, I was watching a video he was on and it was like, um, one of the things that helps you when you stretch is when you stretch out after you break a sweat, you can eventually with start, stop waking up with aches and pains and you stop feeling tired. So I did it. I did 30 minutes of stretching after cardio. And after a week I felt great. Like I felt everything was opening up. I felt, I felt looser. I've, I was leaving the gym happy. I was waking up happy and it was doing, it was doing great for me. Um, but then once this whole thing with my friend happened, I kind of stopped and now I have to get back into it. But usually after stretching like four times a week, I would, uh, do some strength training to build my muscles up. And now I'm at my lowest body weight since I've been in the last five years, maybe even back when we first met in college. I think I'm at the, my, my lowest like body like body fat. But that's going to change because I'm just sticking to protein, fruits, and vegetables. Right. Um, I'm not doing any um, – I'm not doing any car- – I mean I'm not going heavy on carbs, so I'm not eating pasta and I'm giving up pizza. I'm not giving it up, but I'm just like – cheat days every once in a while but it's mostly just eggs chicken and whatever i can get for dinner usually something red meat wise and then having like either apples grapes for fruits and then raw spinach for vegetables but i'm trying to get my because i'm very picky with food so i'm trying to get like more veggies into my repertoire but i'm not a big fan of vegetables i'm actually one of the few people uh, in this in this world that actually throws up when you eat vegetables <laughs> and it's it sucks i remember my friend uh before we st- started fighting she we I went over to her house and she made like this this vegan wrap and i tried it and i threw it up and she has this look on her face like i can't believe he just threw up on a on a vegan wrap but i had to tell her like yes there are people that actually throw up by eating veggies and she was like, I've never heard this before. Like, this is like the first time I've ever heard that. So we decided before this whole thing happened, like, okay, we'll try to do a, a, a dish that's not as uh, that's not as challenging. We'll start sl- small and we'll work our way up. And we never got around to it. But now I'm actually thinking of, you know, trying celery because I love celery. And I can't think of any other vegetables that I like other than spinach and celery. <laughs> so I'll just have to stick with those. Fine. I mean, I like making Capri salads with like mozzarella cheese and some yeah. uh, tomatoes, sliced tomatoes. So I could do that. I mean, I don't mind tomatoes. Tomatoes I can eat. So I, I guess it. tomatoes. 
No, but those are a fruit. Oh, that's right. Damn it. <laughs> well, I can add another fruit to the list then. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's generally what my plan is, is just um, – and boxing now is because I, I told the guys, like, I want to try to get in better boxing shape because I want to get – I don't want to just be, like, a, a guy that just has muscles. I want to actually, like, use them for, like, a benefit. So if I'm going to be, like, uh, you know, somebody that's going fast and can do a lot of stamina because I'm, like, a fast motherfucker. Like, I can – like, I'm, like, an energizer bunny. I can go 24 hours without sleep if I wanted to. Um, like some, one of my friends calls me like a real life queen song. It just goes nonstop. Um, but I want to try to increase that stamina to keep it going so that I have a lot more energy so that I can do a lot more shit and not feel like so like so gassed after like a half hour. Like, no, I don't want to do that. I want to keep fucking going. Like, this is me. This is Dini. This is what I do. And so, so that's why I'm doing boxing. Uh, so that it gets me mentally sharper, but it also gets me uh, cardiovascularly stronger. Yeah, that sounds like it. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. I did uh, I did it like twice in Miami because Guy was doing it at this gym in Miami for like a couple months when I first met him. So I did it a couple times. It was fun. Did you spar or did you just do like the, the punching bags? I just hit the punching bag. <laughs> okay, good. Because I had to get away from a gym that actually wanted me to spar. I'm like, no, I don't want to spar. I just want to get better cardiovascularly. And so I talked to this guy that he's like, he's he fought, he had he trained somebody that fought against like these big MMA fighters. So I was just like, okay, okay, I can trust this guy then, you know. Um, so I've been doing that. Uh, I've been trying to see, uh, well, now I'm actually doing ca uh, calisthenics again. So I actually, well, let me see. I pulled up a goal list that I have here. And the goal list is I'm going to be trying to do about, let's see, 120 squats. I'm going to be trying to do all this tomorrow. I'm going to see what I'm going to try to get. 120 squats, 120 push-ups, 40 crunches, and 200 sit-ups. Yep. That's a good amount. Yeah, but I'm going to do like half of them are going to be the warm-ups, and then I'm going to do like some shadow boxing for like half an hour because I don't have access to a bag yet. So I'm just going to have to focus on my punches and then, you know, get that cardio going and then get right back into the calisthenics again and not focus so much on trying to, you know, try to be a bodybuilder type. Just try to focus on getting enough muscle so that it's good for me cardiovascularly. Well, good think that that's smart thank you and then i can drink wine again <laughs> yep and be like wait a minute you box and you drink wine i never knew that it's like yep that's me <laughs> <laughs> thank god they haven't told me to cut my hair yet because usually boxers like they can't have long hair and they can't have facial hair for some like they can have facial hair but they can't have long hair and i'm like no i'm trying to grow all this out Trying to be, yeah. trying to be hippie Deanie again. <laughs> but no, yeah, that's that's everything with my journey right now. That's awesome. Well, well I'm proud of you. Thank you. When it comes to you know the self love journey, I still got to work on that. I mean, I finally. Everyone does. You're not alone. Yeah. I mean, I finally said I love you to myself for the first time. 
you told me. I think that that's great. And what was it? I, I, when I said that, I felt like I was seeing the entire universe flash before my eyes. That's a pretty epic feeling. Yeah. It was like it was like the last 15 minutes of 2001 A Space Odyssey. <laughs> With all the flashing lights coming at me and the eye just blinking and all the different colors are happening. I was like, damn. I wish I could have that those feelings again. But I keep having to try to have epiphanies every single time. And again, and it's gotten me a lot better. Like today I just had one. It's like, you know, stop focusing so much on other people's like highlight reels. Then stop trying to be, you know, stop trying to use your competitiveness as a negative. Like try to use it as a positive for yourself because that's what's holding you back. Right. I think, uh, you know, that's why they say compare and despair. It's tough to not compare, but it's very healthy to not compare. Yeah. I had to stop looking at other people's Instagram stories. And he's like, okay, I'm just posting and then getting out. Get in, get out, get better. As the, that's one of my mottos now. <laughs> nice. Okay. Uh, I, I don't think I can, I don't think I got any more. <laughs> it's all good. Don't feel like you have to. No, I, 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 I got nothing else. Um, I'm, all good. We can call it a day. Yeah, we can. And then I can go and edit this now. Well, actually, no, I got to eat something and then I can edit this. Yes. I'll send you some individual. Uh, audio tracks so if you ever want to put them on your own personal page you could use them it'll just be your voice okay cool yeah awesome all right everybody that's going to do it for our show today if, like i said at the beginning of the show if you want to follow the pjs and wine podcast just find us on apple podcasts uh, our logo is the red background with the wine glass that's how you'll find the all-female show the pjs and wine which is a podcast that i produce besides doing this one but if you want to follow everything else with on this show, all the links are in the description box below. And until I see you guys tomorrow, enjoy the rest of your day, whatever time you're listening. Arrivederci, everybody. <laughs>